Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 today on the podcast we're going to be talking with meredith and sharing our five best strategies for getting good sleep mm. and the benefits yes are you ready to do this meredith i'm ready all right we'll see you guys on the inside Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy you're here today. Uh, We enjoy sharing these podcasts with you, so hopefully you find value in them as well. Today, we're going to be sharing our best five best strategies for getting your best sleep uh, and also the benefits that are involved with that. So very, very important. Um, But before we do that, we just want to give you a friendly reminder to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out our website there and sign up for our newsletter and you'll get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to your inbox every week from these podcasts to all of our exercise videos and uh, and much, much more. So hopefully you get a chance to do that. Um, so this week, we're going to be jumping into strategies for getting great sleep yes. and the benefits, <laughs> obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot to cover here, which is really good. We're really excited about it. Um, because we all want to get good sleep. Yes. Right? <laughs> we know how much it means. And I, there's so many of us out there that um, of all ages, but especially as we age, that just don't get good sleep. But we know the importance of it. Um, so we'll start with kind of some strategies that I found um, looking at a study that the Yale School of Medicine did. Mm-hmm. Um And they're ones that we've talked about, I think, in the past when we've talked about um, sleep tips, etc. But these are some good strategies. Um, So we'll start with that, and then we'll kind of go into some some of the benefits. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, I'm excited to hear about it. I know. We can all use this, right? (laughs) A good strategy is always a good way to go to try and get um, what they say for seniors is seven to eight hours of uninterrupted sleep, which most people do not get. Um, But that is what is recommended. Um, I think Mm -hmm. it's the CDC that puts that out there. Um, So trying to get seven to eight hours of of good quality sleep. Mm -hmm. I think in most studies, I see between four and six is what most people get. And most of that is interrupted um, to get up to use the restroom or knowing that they're waking up moving around, wide awake, whatever it is throughout the night. So mm-hmm. um, so maybe some of these strategies will help get that seven to eight hours, yeah, um, if yeah. possible. <laughs> that, that, uh, that goal of seven to eight hours, yes. it seems unattainable, but here, here we go. That's right. So uh, first one. <laughs> first strategy, what are we looking at? Maintain a routine. Um, going to bed at the same time every night and trying to wake up at the same time in the morning. Um, or going to the bed, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time. I always think of night and day. There may be people out there who have very different schedules, but trying to keep the same time of falling asleep and the same time waking up. Um, it's one of the best things you can do to improve your sleep, they say. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I like to go to bed around the same time. And then even though I, I know I've read studies that say you should wake up on your own, I still wake up to an alarm. Um, so if that's the way that you need to do it, that's perfectly fine. Um, but trying to start your sleep routine um, around the same time every night. So you're trying to fall asleep around the same time. And then whether it's alarm or you're able to do it on your own, waking up in the morning. Mm -hmm. So trying to maintain a good routine um, is the first strategy. Mm -hmm. And that, like you mentioned, I mean, it is kind of difficult to do, especially with all the curveballs that life throws at you. Right, of course. Um, but overall, <laughs> course. you should try to maintain some kind of consistency. Yes, yeah. For the majority, yeah, there's always going to be days where we don't do that. Um, we always seem to falter during holidays, vacations, weekends, etc. Um, but trying on for the most part to to maintain that same routine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, great. What's the next strategy we got? Staying active even if you're tired. This is a good one, I think. Um, because so many times when we're feeling sleepy, we just say, uh, today I don't think I'm going to do my workout. I'm just so tired or I'm not going to go socialize or go to the store. I'm just too tired. Um, but as this says, physical and social activity are cues for the body to be awake um, and to make you more ready to sleep at night. So the more we can exert ourselves, especially um, with physical activity, but even just socializing is helpful for the brain to be stimulated enough to make you more tired mm -hmm. at night. Um, so trying to continue to move and get out there, even when you think, I didn't get a good sleep last night, I'm so tired, I just want to stay home. Um, a lot of times, and I've been guilty of this, I go, I'm so tired, I'm just going to stay home and I'm going to try and get in bed early and I'm just going to catch up on my sleep and it just doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. And this study even said that. It says you think you're going to be able to get more sleep by um, going to bed early, but it never works that way. So making sure you still um, go out, do your social activities that you had planned for the day, um, do your exercise that you had planned, even though you're tired, really focusing on safety, of course, and your form and everything when you're doing it, because we do tend to to get a little lazy when we're tired. But even just a few minutes of warm up, if you're able to march in place or on a treadmill or walk around outside, however it is that you warm the body up, um, get the blood flowing, get the senses going. It does wake us up a little bit, and then we can really get into um, our activities. So staying active, even if you're tired. Yeah, and that's that's a, that's a hard one for a lot of people because <laughs> yes. when you're tired, you're tired. And the last thing you want to do is uh, be Try active. and do things, exactly. Oh, I know, I know. But think about it in the long run, um, how it does help the body, and it will make you want to go to sleep at that normal time that you should go to sleep, etc. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great, great. Uh, mm -hmm. What do we have for our next strategy to get good sleep? Uh, avoid napping. <laughs> this is a big oh, one. Especially. That's a hard one, too. <laughs> <laughs> These are all hard. Um, especially for older people, I know they love to get their naps in. But um, if you must take a nap, and some people, they just have to, um, especially if they're not getting great sleep at night, um, trying to keep it 30 minutes or less. And then trying, if you are doing a go to sleep at night, wake up in the morning routine, um, trying to get the nap in 
before 2 p.m. So when it does come to nighttime, you are tired still. Um, so yeah, making them small, again, if you have to. Mm-hmm. If you have to. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if we want to stay asleep at night, it's best that we don't nap throughout the day. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, that's a that's one where a lot of people have a nap. You know, it's in their yeah. schedule. Right, yes. To take <laughs> a nap. This is true. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, we kind of have to break that cycle, I, I guess, is what it is to get better sleep at night. Right. Yes. Especially, I mean, if you're taking a nap and still able, obviously, you're probably not listening to this if you're still able to get great sleep at night, um, then that's perfectly fine, which some people probably can do that. And that's showing that their body needs that extra rest. Um, and maybe it's only 10 minutes and that's your power nap as people can do. Mm-hmm. That's probably perfectly fine if you're still sleeping good at night. But if you realize that you can't fall asleep, um, you have interrupted sleep and you are napping throughout the day, then that could be why. Mm-hmm. And you do want to get that one good rest at night then. Mm-hmm. Avoid napping. <laughs> right, right. Only if it's an issue where you're not getting any sleep. Exactly. Only if it's an issue. Right, yes, right. yes. Gotcha. <laughs> um, great strategy. What's number four? Number four, minimizing or eliminating alcohol, caffeine, and nicotine. Um, so this even has quotes. As we get older, our ability to metabolize these substances changes, and we can't handle or process them the way we did in our 30s or 40s. Um, While alcohol might help initiate sleep, it causes us to wake up in the middle of the night, they say. Caffeine, obviously, we know that um, if it keeps you awake, it's a stimulant. So uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that in and of itself, if you're drinking that throughout the day and it still has that effect on your body, um, because we can't metabolize it the way that we used to, then we need to eliminate it or try and get our caffeine consumption done in the morning. Um, Again, putting that kind of napping thing prior to 2 p.m. And then you have the rest of the day for it to get out of the system. Um, Nicotine, that's one I don't know, and they don't go into detail, but I'm guessing same thing, uh, just the chemicals in it can have different adverse effects on the body. And then the same as alcohol. I like that it says it might help initiate sleep, but you're actually not getting good sleep. Um, so trying to minimize or eliminate, um, I like to say minimize if, if you are a caffeine uh, drinker or maybe you have a glass of wine at night, the nicotine, that needs to go completely. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, trying to minimize as much as possible um, is probably the best way to go with those mm-hmm. so you can get better sleep. Yeah, and then, you know, that I think a lot of people who do drink, well, obviously, mostly drink at night. Right, yeah, and, that's true. You know, yeah. and that's kind of when <laughs> it kind of, you yeah, know, the falls in the same yeah, time when or... you should maybe be thinking about sleep right. as opposed to drinking. Exactly. If it's a problem, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but that's the other thing. I mean, I think a lot of times when people drink, it helps them fall asleep, and they may sleep throughout the night, but then they wake up and groggy and mm-hmm. still tired and because it's actually not good sleep that you're getting. You are tossing and turning and not in a deep REM sleep that uh, you normally would have without mm-hmm. it. So, Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life 
are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio. Yeah. Right, right, right. Great. And uh, I believe we have one more strategy before we jump into we the do. benefits. And this is one that um, I would say is probably the lightest uh, on, as far as I would put a lot of uh, stress behind it. This is probably the one that I had to decide if I wanted to bring this one up or not. But I do think it is good. Um, so trying different supplements, but avoid medications. And that's the only reason mm. why... I liked this one um, because there are some supplements out there. Um, I think let's see chamomile, passion flower, and of course we've all heard of melatonin. But trying to keep it three milligrams or less. I know they're getting higher and higher dosages when it comes to melatonin out there, which is crazy just because I know so many people give it to very young people. Um, so trying to keep that very low. Chamomile is a really good one. It's in teas. It's calming. Um, you can get it in kind of an oil form and, and put it in one of your diffusers in your room and lavender, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but talking about a supplement, taking chamomile, um, melatonin again, passion flower, but there are so many medications out there that if you go to your doctor and you say, I can't sleep, they of course have a pill for you. Um, but unfortunately... Most of those medications, even a lot of the um, help you sleep over-the-counter medications, um, they, they cause confusion. Um, they've been shown to cause more uh, cognitive decline a lot faster. Um, you can correlate those medications, again, over-the-counter or prescription, to balance issues, mobility issues, and, of course, falls. Um, so, so being aware of all of that, again, like I said, the only reason why I added this, because I'm not always a big proponent to take something to help you when there are other things that you should try first. A lot mm -hmm. of times we jump to the, what can I take? Um, if you've tried everything else, <laughs> uh, you've done the working out, even when you're tired, you're, you know, maintaining the routine, et cetera, um, so trying supplements before you you dive into again over the counter or the prescriptions. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and it seems like these kinds of supplements are the it's a growing market it out is. there. And yes, it, it is. Seems like there's always something new, which you know could be good, could be bad. It just depends, I guess. Right. Oh, definitely. I know. Well, that's why I said it's. I feel like the the dosage um, is getting higher and higher. A lot of people are probably relying on it more and more. That's where a supplement is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we don't. We shouldn't have to rely on it to to get the effect that we need. And in this case, fall asleep. We shouldn't need to take something to fall asleep. We should be able to do all of the other things. And our body naturally has melatonin in it to help us go to sleep. But um, now we're adding to it. We just need more. Whatever the supplement is, we need more of it. Mm -hmm. It just becomes that snowball effect. So, yep. yeah, there are more and more things. But trying to do all of the other strategies prior um, is the best way to go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> great, great. And mm -hmm. now we jump into the benefits the that benefits. you will reap yes. if you use <laughs> I'll just touch upon them. I'm not sure time-wise, but... Um, 
Of course, it helps with our mood. So we know when we've had a bad night's rest, we're a little more moody, um, maybe even more depressed, um, a lot more anxious and stressed, things like that. Mm -hmm. But mental health and sleep are highly correlated. Um, I think we know this, but if we're not sleeping good and we go, there's nothing I can do, I've tried everything, um, there's a lot of good reasons as to why we need to work really hard on getting our good sleep, especially if we know that our mood is being affected by it. So mm-hmm. um, good night's sleep is going to boost our mood. So that's a good, that's, good that's thing. That's interesting, though, because <laughs> I think, you know, with mood, mm. we kind of maybe almost forget if we're not getting good sleep <laughs> uh, consistently, we almost forget that our mood is tied to sleep. Sleep, yeah. We almost just start to feel like, well, you know, I just don't feel good every day. Right. And, and it just becomes normal, you know, like your right. mood, you, especially when you wake up in the morning. You may not be in that great of a mood. Right. But then we may not always connect it to the fact that we're not getting good sleep. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because we don't, yeah, we don't put two and two together, right? All the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very yeah. true. It's like, we know, I, need, I know I need to get I good know sleep, I'm tired, but I don't know but if I know that's, I'm mad. Yeah. Right, right. It may not be, we may not see it as correlated. Right. So that's exactly. a great, great benefit yeah. to bring up. Um, what do we have for our second Second benefit? one kind of goes with the first, kind of pulls into the first because because of the the mood that we can become uh stressed etc depressed um all of those lead to inflammation of the body and when we have inflammation of Mm. the body it weakens our immune system um so it's going to uh bad sleep quality sleep i should say lowers uh your risk of diseases so your cardiovascular disease diabetes, um, obesity, high cholesterol, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So not getting good sleep, you have a higher risk of getting these types of diseases. Um, And that does go, like I said, with the first, kind of correlates with stress on the body, the inflammation builds up in the system, and we just, our immune system just weakens. So, so important, again, to, to get good quality sleep, not just for our mood, uh, but for the risk of diseases and for our health. Right, right. And that, that's, that's pretty normal. I mean, I, the amount of sleep that you get is going to directly cor- correlate to your body's health. Right. Right. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, what do we have for number three? So the next one, again, kind of rolls into that one, where restful sleep maintains your weight and supports your metabolism. So... Having um, good sleep, I'll kind of go off on a just a little bit with it, but um, when we don't have good sleep, our body has a tendency to crave things that uh, aren't good for us. Um, and they've shown those studies where when you don't get good sleep, you do eat more uh, sugars, fatty foods. Um, you don't think is healthy. You're thinking more spontaneous. And that's a big, big part of this. So that's where the weight comes in, of course, and then your metabolism. So keeping it at a healthy rate um, when you're getting good sleep Mm -hmm. is very important. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. um, And definitely common to everybody. Um, A lot of these benefits, I mean, if we we were just you know, put sleep as a priority. Right. Would we just automatically benefit from these? Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think sleep is not a priority. We look at, I feel today especially, you know, it, it 
We just are such a go, go, go society and we have everything in the palm of our hand, so to speak, with the electronics and all of that. And it's just made us busier. I see my kids and I think, I used to have to figure out how to get to the library, how to study at the library, look up the books, walk around, get the book, find the page, all of that. And I still had more time than them. (laughs) I didn't have the TV channels and the cell phone and the computers that they have now and all of the other things. Mm -hmm. But it just is, it's interesting to me how much times have changed where sleep is the last thing on your list. We got to get better at our job. We got to make sure we wake up early to get to this. Our kids need to be in 12 things. When we get older, we still need to be in all of these social clubs and um, do this and that and dinner this night and, you know, host this night. And it's great. It's great in so many ways. Um, But when we are putting ourselves and the importance of sleep on the back burner, that is not good because we're not going to be any good to anyone um, if we don't get good sleep, as we're seeing, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's interesting how sleep is so not important to most people now, even young people. Mm -hmm. And parents of young people, I see their kids going to bed at 10 p.m. and then they have to wake up at 5 and 6 a.m. as little Five and six-year-olds, I think. That's just not the best habits to start. Um, so, yeah. yeah, there's my tangent yeah, no, <laughs> for no, no, today. Good points, good points. Um, let's see here. We have a couple more benefits. <laughs> yes, so good sleep improves concentration and memory. Um, so it, it keeps your brain healthy and your memory sharp. I think we all know when we haven't had good sleep and we wake up and we feel a little foggy, and why can't we recollect that, you know, or, or our words aren't coming out the right way, or um, I probably sound like I'm half asleep or sleepy <laughs> when we do these sometimes, but uh, <laughs> um, just, uh, it, we just have more of a brain fog. Our memory is not as sharp. Our brain is not as sharp um, when we don't get good sleep. Um, let's see if it's well-known sleep deprivation has a negative impact on your attention span and short-term memory. So um, lack of sleep can weaken your decision-making, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you think that you know when you don't get good sleep and your brain is foggy, like you said, you wake up in the morning, you feel that way. Do you think, though, that you eventually throughout the day as you start moving through the day and doing things that it comes back to you? Or is this something that you think stays with you all day? Well, I think... In the day time, it it can come back to you. Um, your memory sharpens a little bit as you get out of that grogginess and sleepiness. But they say over time, too little sleep can contribute to cognitive decline, memory loss, and increase in the risk for developing dementia. Mm. So it's those hours of sleep overall, right? Um, so yes, during your day, you may feel like, oh, I'm waking back up, my brain is sharpening up, but... It's the internal overtime um, impact that your body and brain are getting from the lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're looking at the big picture, basically. Exactly. If yeah. you're doing this for months on end, which turns into years, and you never right. really get that kind of great sleep over years, you're looking at these um, these things that could happen. Right. Exactly. Right? The, bad, the bad health, bad memory. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to lose those abilities. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Uh, What other benefits do we have? Mm -hmm. Uh, Just one more in this uh, list that I have. Um, It's when your brain can clear harmful toxins. 
So a lot of people think that when you go to sleep, your brain kind of stops. You don't. You're not. It's not working anymore.、Um, but that's the furthest thing from the truth. So they don't slow down when we sleep.、Um, I think if anyone's done a sleep study, they probably would be the first to say, "I know it doesn't stop."、Um, you see those little probes they put on people's heads. And they have to fall asleep with all of those to figure out where the stimulation is occurring, etc.、Mm-hmm. Um, it's constantly, constantly going.、Um, but、uh, there's a particular system in the body. I think it's called the glymphatic system that works ten times as hard when you're sleeping、mm-hmm. versus when you're awake.、Um, so sleep is very important for certain parts of the body. Again, these toxins and things. To to be drawn out and and dispelled in our body,、um, but、uh, getting good sleep, of course, and that correct amount of sleep、um, is what where the benefit for that will come from.、Um, so、mm-hmm. another another benefit to、uh, clear our brain of harmful toxins. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't think that's one that's as popular as the others. I don't think we really、right. know about that one as much. <laughs> Again, I think a lot of people do think that. When we go to sleep, our brain is normally just sleeping as well, so to speak.、Mm-hmm. Um, we may have dreams and things, but、uh, it's pretty much not doing anything because we're not moving. Therefore, our nerves aren't telling our brain to do anything, but our brain is still working、mm-hmm. constantly.、Um, so I think that's why it's probably not, and that's why it's kind of a, a neat one. And there's so many other benefits. I want to say. We didn't get into a ton of different benefits, obviously,、um, and ways that you can sleep better.、Um, so these are just some different ones out there that we came up with and thought they'd be good to to get some strategies and benefits, so people will hopefully bring the importance of sleep to the front burner、mm-hmm. <laughs> and、uh, realize that no matter what age you are. Um, trying, trying so hard to get good sleep is going to benefit you,、um, not only long term but short term as well. So、mm-hmm. finding the importance in it. Do you think that as we age, that our sleep gets overall our sleep gets better or worse as worse. far as the amount of hours and <laughs> yeah, worse.、Um, unfortunately, not only because I feel like we just have so much going on as we age, even when we get into become seniors. Um, but because of the things that our bodies are going through,、um, we have to use the restroom more often.、Um, we can't get comfortable, etc., etc., etc. I've heard just from more and more people as they age, their sleep declines. The quality of it.、Mm-hmm. Um, I have to get up every two hours and use the restroom, and then I can't fall back to sleep. So I'm up for another hour. And then I finally fall back to sleep, and then that's two hours, and then, you know, so they're getting all of four to five hours of sleep at night if they're lucky, but、mm-hmm. it's not in a row.、Um, and then again, I'm telling you to get up and come to work out and keep moving and keep going. <laughs>、um, it's not easy, but yeah, unfortunately, I think as we age, it does decline quite a bit. So trying to do some of these things will hopefully help. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And hopefully, as a society, we are look at sleep as something that's very important that we 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 partake in it more and we try yes. to sleep more than not sleep more. Yes. You know, it'd be an interesting study to see yeah. if we are sleeping more or less as compared to maybe fifty years ago yeah. as, a, as a society. I know what know? I think, but yes, I agree. Yeah, I think less. <laughs> Me too, <laughs> <laughs> big time. <laughs> but we'll, we'll maybe we'll save that for the next yeah. podcast. But. Um, well, hopefully this information in this podcast helps you out. If you are looking to get better sleep, if you are just having problems with getting good rest, um, hopefully these tips will help you and you'll feel the benefits that we went over in here. Even if you just get two benefits out of the five, you know, yeah. I mean, that's real. that'll really make a difference you in will. your life and you'll feel it. So, well, thanks mm. for joining us. Uh, don't forget to swing by our website, sign up for our newsletter, uh, get all of our latest and greatest content delivered every week. And until next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.